Well, I feel sad for sophomore you. I want to go. Oh, I want to go make sophomore you better. Well, you'd have kissed me on my cheek and it'd been fun. Why is Abraham Lincoln kissing me on the <laughs> cheek? Welcome to the Honesty Policy, episode 10. We made it to 10. Can Yay! you believe it? I know. I'm Patrick. And I'm Sarah. And this is a podcast about honest things. Whatever we're obsessed with, you'll get our honest thoughts. And today, we are theater nerds. The theater, the theater. Oh man, I'm thinking of Danny Kaye. I know. <laughs> Whatever happened to the theater? Shout out to White Christmas. Yes. Why are we talking about theater today, then? Well, uh, because our son Andy, ha- his school has a fifth grade musical that they do. And this year, they're doing Aladdin Jr. He is uh, playing one of Aladdin's friends. Aladdin's this friends. is the, broadca- the Broadway version, not the Disney movie version of Aladdin. Right, because Aladdin doesn't have friends in the Disney movie right. version. Well, he's but... a boo, and Andy's not a boo. <laughs> <laughs> but in the Broadway version, uh, Andy... Uh, Andy. Aladdin has uh, several friends, and Andy is Kasim, who, in Andy's words, uh, quote, has all the best and funniest lines. Yeah, so, Andy's got good comic comedic timing. So, so his he is performing on Tuesday, Monday and Tuesday. Monday and Tuesday, and we, all this past week was Tech Week, and so yes. he had lots of afternoon. I mean, several hours they've devoted to this. And all of the fifth grade. So what's interesting is they have two full casts because they had so many kids try out. And everybody in the fifth grade is doing something. So they're all, even if you don't do anything else, you are a background. If you're not in the play, you're still doing either background things or you're singing a song. Yeah. So there's something that everybody's doing, which is an interesting, I can't, I mean, we've said multiple times to each other, I can't imagine the extra load of work for everybody. We did not do this in my elementary school. No, we did not. You only had a high school version of a play or theater. We didn't have one for middle school. We didn't have one for... I mean, uh, you'll middle. hear you'll hear me talk about in a little bit some middle school and elementary school drama I did, but nothing like this. Yeah. But we uh, so Andy's doing that, and our daughter Piper, we didn't think was going to be doing anything, but this past week was asked to be part of the backstage crew for her middle school version of Little Mermaid. And you say part of? She is the only crew member. Yeah, yeah. Appar- <laughs> apparently they just had, when the kids who are in the cast aren't on stage, they're supposed to be helping do crew right. backstage yeah. stuff, but apparently there's too much, it's too yes. complicated, and so they needed someone, and Piper had, uh, I talked about apply, I talked about auditioning, but really wanted to do backstage stuff, and the director had said, well, we don't really do that. So when they needed somebody, she went, came to Piper. she went and asked Piper. And Which, so, shout out, we have a couple friends who actually shouted out to Piper in talking to that's uh, right. the director, or that's her. right. Her chorus teacher, because uh, they knew that Piper had wanted to do that. Piper has always wanted to be a part. Like, we'll talk about this in sort of our history of theater, but Piper has never once said, I want to be the kid on the stage. She's always said, I want to be the person behind stage who's helping everybody else out yeah. in the crew. And that's, that's very, always been her And dream. that's very much Piper. It, yes. If Piper can help other people and do things to support them, that is who she wants to be. And so, so she gets to try and she gets to be part of the stage crew. She is working this week, and their performance is next Friday and Saturday. Right. So this is a busy week for the Devanes for Theater. And so we were talking about, you know, theater plays a surprisingly large role in various aspects of yeah. our lives. Yeah. And uh, we 
thought maybe this would be a good thing to talk about because it is seemingly random, but it, it keeps coming up in different ways and places. And so we thought about uh, just seeing... Just talking about our history and our love history. of theater. That's right. So, how do we want to get started? Um, let's just both talk about some, like how we were introduced to theater. Okay. So, our background of theater experience. Um, you want to go first or me too? Uh, well, I had uh, some elementary school experience. In my church growing up, there was uh, Down by the Creek Bank, Dottie Rambo. Okay. Uh, down, I can't sing. I don't think I can sing. The, down by the Creek Bank with the old water, hot water, something. I don't uh, know. So it was really compelling. Uh, it was. <laughs> it was. It was Ooh. some strong theater, and uh, so we did that as like a little kids musical. But in second grade, I was Santa Claus in our talk about how old this is. Our public school Christmas performance. Oh man. <laughs> Everyone's on the edge of their seats. That's right. Of the littlest Christmas tree. Mm -hmm. And I was Santa Claus, and I had to put my arm around the littlest Christmas tree. Okay, okay, okay. You were in fifth grade? No, second grade. Dude. It was a girl. Oh my God. I know. (laughs) So it, uh,. That was uh, quite a moment uh, for me sure. to be the the Santa Claus for the littlest Christmas tree. So, uh, uh, I've seen that video, by the way. Yeah, we have it. Yeah. It exists. It does. It does. Your mother would be very happy to show whoever wanted to see. It. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. yeah, I can get you in touch with my mom. Yeah, she has plenty. She um, will share it. She she'll will. mail it to you. She yeah. will. She will. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, that was my elementary school. Uh, I did have some middle school. Now, now you're specific, talking specifically of being in it. Yeah. As a child, did your parents ever take you to the theater in your elementary years? The one time, because uh, so in Atlanta there is the Fox Theater, mm-hmm. which is like the old yeah. kind of every every place has whatever. It Isn't is. that where we went? Yeah, yeah, we went to we the went, Fox Theater. Yeah. Um, and uh, I went and saw, I think the very first musical, Broadway musical I ever saw was Phantom of the Opera. Mm-hmm. And we saw Phantom of the Opera there. And I didn't know what to think beforehand and was, you know, I was blown away. Hey, did you see that the, the Broadway version is closing? Broadway oh, Phantom? No, I didn't, no. After uh, it, like 30-something thousand performances and 1.8 billion in wow. sales for 30-something years. They interviewed a guy... I, I, I'm fascinated by this. They interviewed this guy who does like small roles mm-hmm. and he worked doing those small roles in Phantom for 25 years. I mean, to have a job in theater alone yeah. for 25 years the same is one. phenomenal. But then to be in one show yeah. for that 25 years. I mean, wow. Now he's just doing small things. Obviously, still, obviously, it's good still. enough. It's good enough to make a living. Yeah. In New York on Broadway, you you wonder though, like, do you get bored of it? You have to. I mean, like, you have to. It, it, I I found that fascinating. It it's the same thing. The I also. I mean, I can you hear that and be like, okay. You know, I uh, I anything about that Phantom sort of ending, I've I've read about. I also read they interviewed several of the orchestra members. They kept the same orchestra for like twenty of the thirty five years. You can that's awesome. I you mean, got a steady job. They they know you can do it if you're happy. Do doing they even it. have music in front of them? If they've been playing it for twenty five years. No like, way, right? They just they just play. You know, like I'm doing doing violin motions that you guys can't hear, but. <laughs> <laughs> like you're just, do you just, yeah. you just you play. You probably, probably do it in your sleep, right? I wonder if they like 
kind of like a YouTube video watching something. Like they're watching Real Housewives could... or blah, 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 <laughs> while, they're, while they're playing their part or their tuba. Maybe they're listening to Honesty Policy. Oh, of course they are, because they could become some of our tens of listeners. Shout out so, to the shout orchestra, out to our orchestra tens. Of Phantom of the Opera. Yes. Now what are they Masquerade. Yes. Okay. So that was the first one I saw was at the Fox Theater. Um, and I, middle school, probably I, it was, it was so impressive. Like the, you know, the chandelier thing and the whole yeah, deal. Oh yeah, like, yeah. It was very cool. It's a really, there's a reason it's gone. I saw Phantom, but I saw Phantom when I was in Washington state as a, as an adult, I went to see it just because right. I had loved the music from it, but um, there's, I mean, there's a reason it's yeah, gone yeah, on it's for a classic. 35 yeah. years. Yeah. So, um, but then in, uh, middle school. I was cast as Abraham Lincoln for our school's performance of. I could see that this uh, this and and the first I, time you had a beard. That's right, <laughs> seventh grade. You grew your own. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and um, so here's here's the story with this one: is the girl that I liked and had a crush on had to come up and kiss Abraham Lincoln on the cheek. And I had read all the way through because, you know, it's me. It's you. Right, yeah. yeah. So I had read all the way through. Spoiler. (laughs) And so I was so excited about this. This was incredible. Now, later on, um, Mrs. Lincoln had to kiss me on the cheek. Lots of kissing in a seventh grade. You are getting around. I am. I am. What play? What? What? What's the name of this play? I don't remember the name of this seventh grade. All you can remember is the kissing. All I remember is, well, because... (laughs) Obviously, um, this person who I'm still Facebook, actually I'm Facebook friends with both of them, uh, this person who I had the crush on had not read ahead in her script because um, the day of practice, by the way, the day of practice, I'm not making this up, the rest of the seventh grade came in to watch us practice this particular day. I had been waiting and this was going to be my moment of triumph and now the whole seventh grade was going to be here and going to watch. To see this girl kiss you. Oh, it's going to be incredible. So... You can watch, I, I remember seeing her face as she read, and obviously got to that stage direction. Her eyes bug out, and she goes, what, what, what? She looks at the teacher, I don't remember the teacher's name, and she goes, Mrs. Blah, 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 Mrs. Blah, blah, blah. In the loudest voice I think anyone has ever said words. <laughs> I'm surprised you in Kentucky didn't go, what? What, what is that something. noise? What am I hearing? Uh, she went... It says here, I have to kiss him. And um, listener, I am pointing because that's what she did. She made that face, that face, and pointed at me. Now. I'd have come and kissed you, no problem. And that would have been weird since I didn't know you. But I would have have, have taken in. A girl coming to kiss you, you're not going to be upset about. That doesn't end the story, though. Because the rest of the cast is there. And so Mrs. Lincoln... Here's this girl, I will set her name, uh, point this out and say it. At which point, she yells from the side, if she doesn't have to kiss him, then I don't have to either. In front of the entire... Seventh grade. uh, Seventh grade. So... Um, so I love the theater. It's uh, it's surprising that you still stuck with it after that experience. It was not a not a highlight, but you know, middle school. So it's sort of middle school. It sort of fits in. But um, yeah, I I love acting, and I also love the live anything could happen sort of 
uh, element of it. Uh, you know, the we're so used to everything being so polished and smooth. Mm. CGI on top of perfect timing, on top of the laugh track, on top of... Like, yeah. we just get so used to all that stuff. Honestly, I think that's part of why you and I watch so much YouTube, is because there is a reality yeah. to it. Yeah. Even when it's bad at times, there's a reality of how it's done that is is more real it's more refreshing it is and so like i love i love watching how the stage crew changes stuff i love i love Mm -hmm. seeing when something messes up what do they do or you know this guy's mic went out and now you can't hear him and he knows that he knows everybody can't hear him but if he starts yelling it's gonna mess up so what do you do like some of that kind of stuff i find really fascinating and interesting so I love the theater, and uh, between being Santa Claus and Abraham Lincoln, I feel like I've covered most of the important roles in the American theater. The whole span of everything. The whole span of American theater. Those girls never did kiss me, by the way. The teacher said, oh, we are going to cut that stuff out. Perfect. Thank you. Great. Amazing. So, I thought they should have recast them, but uh, (laughs) they didn't go with my options, so... What what is your experience with theater? Um, I think I know as a child in early elementary school, we were in Gatlinburg, Tennessee, every uh, at least once a year um, for a ministry conference, and we went to an outdoor theater that would do a retelling of some historical moment. Um, and I remember being it was, I mean, like wood benches, outdoor theater, uh, very, not, not fancy, not fancy, but well done. Mm-hmm. But back then, I was really scared of loud noises. And when one of them was a, not the story of Daniel Boone, but like something that where they had to shoot muskets, which were loud. Oh, like Alamo or something. And it was loud bullets, and it was incredibly terrifying for me. So that was my first real interaction of theater, and it was terrifying. <laughs> um, and then when I was in middle school, my youth director at our church loved theater and would play, would act in local theater and he really wanted us to do a youth musical and we did friends are friends forever the michael friends david smith are friends yep. forever it's a lot a lot of them yes everybody we all know this if you grew up in anywhere near the churches in church that in, we grew up in it, well, yes yeah. well maybe it's just the south but in the mm-hmm. 1980s that was a thing um so we did that and that was fun i realized that it was hard for me um, I loved musicals. I love. I had always loved musicals on film, um, and loved that. So I, it fell over into theater musicals. But me in them was very challenging, and I was not natural. The second, I think it was my seventh or eighth. I think it was my eighth grade year. My youth minister was going to do "You're a Good Man, Charlie Brown," and I really wanted to be Lucy because she's spunky. You know, she's got her. She did like that line that was by their five fisted friends, and it was her. Uh, her fist um but there's a funny line that she says no you did the thing we said the five-fisted friends because it's five-fingered friends five fingers yeah, i do this every time so but so this funny line this funny line that we in our marriage because i always butcher she it. always <laughs> says the five-fisted friend and i'm like whoa 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 whoa, whoa. who has five fists I don't know. And what are they're you really talking? mad what, what are you I'm talking saying? about and and it's supposed to be five-fingered friend balling up your hand into a fist meet my five-fingered friend and and sarah every single time goes my, my five-fisted, five-fisted friend, friend. Like, yeah yeah, so, okay, this is why I wasn't Lucy. <laughs> I really wanted to be Lucy. I thought she was spunky and firm, and I liked her a lot. But I couldn't act. I couldn't memorize lines well. I, I couldn't do it well. So I was the 
little redheaded girl that Charlie Brown had a crush on. And only because she walked on stage twice. Just so Charlie Brown could see her from afar. Did you have any lines? Not a bit. Because <laughs> I could not... I either got swept up in the moment and couldn't remember my lines. Or I would have like stage fright, like panic. Of Everyone's depending on me to know these lines. It was... I struggled. Hmm. And so I would come out for the... There's a musical thing, a song or two that we had to do, I believe. I would be a part of that, but I was the little redhead girl. I mean, typecasted, but... Yeah, hello. I mean, seriously. But that was my beginning experience of actually being in theater. I didn't try out for... I wanted to be Hello, Dolly, because in high school, they did Hello, Dolly. Mm. But I was a sophomore, and I could sing at this point. And I really wanted to be Hello, Dolly, because... Dolly's got red hair. And she. I was like, I could be perfect in this. But it was too panicked. I didn't even try out. And I remember sitting in the in the theater portion in the audience and sobbing. Now I'm a sophomore in high school. But sobbing because I was too afraid. And I didn't step out to even try out to do this. I got to help with a couple of the backstage things. But that was it. So my fear. I could, I could memorize. I could speak and repeat lines from a movie. Easy peasy. But you put a book in front of me and we have to memorize them and say them out loud. And I'm not afraid of being in front of people. I can sing in front of hundreds and thousands of people and I don't get nervous to do those things. But the speaking and knowing the lines just got me. So. Well, I'm kind of bummed out now. I'm sorry. That's okay. What are you bummed about? Well, I feel sad for sophomore you. I want to go. Oh, yeah, I want to dramatic. go make sophomore you better. Well. You'd have kissed me on my cheek and it'd been fine. That's right. Why is Abraham Lincoln kissing me on the <laughs> cheek? So both of us have had... My parents did go to plays and take us to plays, but I don't remember all of what we went to. Um, but obviously, it's been big in our world because even on our honeymoon, we went to the theater. That was one of the things we wanted to do. So we went to New York City for our honeymoon. And we decided we wanted to go someplace where we could go back... And not have done everything, not have sort of checked all the boxes off. We wanted a place we could go back as many times as we wanted to. And we, we hope to someday take our kids there, which we did. We did. That was special. At our 10th anniversary. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and we went back our 10th anniversary. Probably, probably in the top 10 of my favorite pictures we have is yeah. we did a side-by-side of... We had someone take our picture in Times Square when we were on our honeymoon. And then we had someone take our picture with our kids as close to the same, same spot, spot yeah. as we could. And seeing the difference. And how... seeing New York City through their eyes. And yes. That was lots of fun. Yes. We did. Did we see the theater when we were there with them in New York? We did not because we were only there for three days. Yeah, so we, we didn't, didn't do didn't theater a, with them. We didn't have a ton of time. Because we, they were sort of new. We, we how, how old were they? Eight and six? Yeah, I think eight and six. I think so. Which was still a little young for us to pay hundreds of dollars per seats for a theater seat. So we did go to that uh, that diner place where the... Yeah, the Stardust Diner. The Stardust Diner. Mm-hmm. And Andy absolutely loved it. Andy thought it was the best thing in the world. Uh, Piper liked it until I started singing along with... If you don't know, in New York City, on, on Times Square, at Times Square, or in the theater district. Sure. We don't know. It's called Stardust <laughs> Stardust Diner, and the waiters and staff are singing very loud, and they're walking on tables, and that's your entertainment. They, they stop for a minute to do a little dance number or yeah, whatever. So I mean, and... That's constant while you're getting your food and all that kind of stuff. It's a fun experience. It is. It is. 
So uh, we did that. We weren't sure how they would handle a big one. Yeah, and and, so. and we didn't have the money to do Fair. Broadway tickets for That's the right. four of us. <laughs> the kids weren't <laughs> into right. it, you know. Yeah. But it started then in our relationship of wanting to go to the theater, and we actually had friends of ours in North Carolina who talked about how they, for Christmas each year, would get season tickets to mm-hmm. a theater. This is when we lived in North Carolina and they would get, um, Ashley and Brian would get theater tickets. Shout out Ashley and Brian. Um, the, like whatever was in the next season, they'd pick out two or three shows the, that they really wanted to see. At the Durham one, right? Either the Durham one or the... Yeah, I think it was the... Yeah, I it must it was, have been the Durham one. I think one. it was the Durham one that they, the, the theater they would go to. And, and so they, they got us on the idea of... Like, hey, we it, could do that for a date. I mean, it's expensive, but if you do it as a big splurge sort of present to each other, then you that idea of going and having an experience is always so meaningful for me. And it's and, fun to have it throughout the year. Like, it's not just that we've given each other a present and we're going to open it right now here at Christmas and then it's done. Right. We would, we would look through the season, and usually the season is the following... It usually starts around December and goes through the summer. Yes. Most of the time. At least the places locally we've here. Worked, yeah. um, so then you could plan out what well, we're going to do one in February, we're going to do one in April, and we're going to do one in the summer. And you could stretch it out a little bit. And it was, it's been fun for us to get to do that. And we, where we live locally, there's lots of opportunities around us. Yeah. We, I mean, we, uh, we have the Kennedy Center mm-hmm. about an hour away. And it is phenomenal. I mean, everything, everything comes everything there. Everything comes through there. And so it's uh, not cheap. But Perfect. if we choose to to just bite the bullet and do it, it becomes a very very fun thing that we look forward to. So in the in the past we had done, um, we had gotten a couple. I, I think there were we got three in the past when we did like a, a subscription yeah, thing. That's usually what we do is three ticket three shows, shows yeah per season. And we so we went and saw um, we. Was that was that the time we did Book of Mormon, or was we did Book of Mormon, the play that goes wrong? No, we did Dear Evan Hansen. Yes, the play that goes wrong and the band visits and the band's visit. The band's visit. Yeah, um, that was the one that time. Those so um, you can look these up. Dear Evan Hansen's pretty famous. They did a music, they did a movie, yeah. all that kind of stuff. The band's visit won Best Tony for the year, which is why we saw it. But it was not. It was a musical. It was a musical. It it wasn't to our taste. Uh, it's just slower. It's just... It's different. It's it not bad. It's just different. But the highlight was the play that goes wrong. Oh my gosh. Now, right. if you aren't familiar with this, this is sort of a farce. It's a... If you've uh, seen like the movie Clue or, or... Noises Off. Noises Off. It is um, yeah. front... Uh, it's more front stage on a a group of actors who are playing a group of actors putting on a, a play. A play. And everything goes wrong. The set collapses. They knock each other out, literally. They forget lines. They forget lines. So they have to kind of make it up as they... The stage manager comes over and has to do parts of it because they can't find the other actor who's locked in the closet. Who, Like, all the things. It's, so, it's hilarious. It's so well done. It begins done. in the audience before the show actually begins. They have actors that are planted in the audience. Yes. To make 
disruption beforehand. And uh, in fact, the same company is putting on a is putting on a show right now. I would give anything to get tickets. Some of one of my friends from college Stop went. It. Uh, oh, they're man. they're doing a show in Broadway right now, and it's um, Peter Pan that goes yes. wrong. Peter Pan that goes wrong. And who is playing Neil Patrick Harris? He's there until the thirtieth of April. So it's, uh, but it is this kind of farce where it's because you already sort of know the story or know the understanding idea, the hilarity of what they do is just heightened and it, everyone was laughing, but we got cheap tickets. Oh yeah. Balcony. Like I think we were four up from the back, like, like (laughs) of the balcony. I I think we paid like within our season tickets. I think they were like 69, 49, no, something like that. That's $100 we we almost had to go up a ladder onto the roof yeah, we and look through were. a window. Yeah. But oh, my, my dear my, my dear wife um, got tickled. And <laughs> beyond tickled. And was like almost peeing your pants tickled. You know, everybody actually probably peeing your pants. Everybody was laughing and then everybody stopped laughing except for Sarah. Who could not stop laughing to oh the point gosh. where people at around us were staring at Sarah because she was laughing so hard and she and then looked there was at- one other person in the audience who also was cracking up with me and couldn't yeah. stop and the two of us we whatever it was tickled whatever bone and made it funny and we just couldn't stop like you couldn't breathe yeah you were whispering to me i can't i can't stop i can't stop laughing it was hilarious and they kept going and going and uh we have so we raved about it and talked about how much fun it was. And so for Christmas this year, um, we had... Uh, we looked back again at, at season tickets. For the Kennedy But Center. we wanted to get some with the kids because the kids They're have now... started to really like theater. And we'll talk more about what we've done with the kids specifically. Yeah. But we looked and one of the ones we saw on our honeymoon was Wicked. And we saw that in New York and absolutely loved it. Loved the soundtrack. And have let the kids hear the soundtrack, and they really wanted to see it. Well, Wicked was coming back through, and so we saw Wicked in December. No, January. January. Yeah. Thank you. Because we gave the we gave these tickets as, as Christmas, Christmas presents, presents. Yeah. and then we're able to say in three weeks we're going to go see Wicked. Yes. And they were going what? Yay! And yeah. then we saw we have tickets to see the play that goes wrong. In July, yes, and my, our, both kids are. I hope it's as funny as what we thought it was. Because I know, I hope we haven't. I don't think we've built it up too much. But like, well, the, you can't like you can't explain how no, funny it no. is in the moment, and you get and it's theater. It's a dark theater. It's all now that there's a couple times the light doesn't work, and so they can't yeah. get the light to fight. Like, <laughs> yeah. But those things, even if you knew it was coming in the moment, and the feeling of the room and everybody, because there's lots of people in there who will not have a clue. Yeah what it is or how funny it is and you get swept up in that joy and that happiness yeah and we're sarah and i are going to a third one yep so our third one for our season was to see moulin rouge in august which is our anniversary month come what may they did not know this is going to be a singing podcast yeah they should (laughs) when two of us get together that's yes that's right you have mm-hmm, to sing mm-hmm. so uh we are very excited but we've seen theater we also have the colonial players theater which is a local annapolis annapolis one. theater we have children's theater of annapolis here here which we've is seen even like, closer it's over here on our side yes it's in arnold basically and it has we've seen three different children's plays there with children in it and I mean that like children's version the the junior versions of like we saw adam's family we saw the once upon a Once mattress. Once upon a mattress. We saw Cinder. 
Uh, we saw Beauty, Beauty and the Beast. Beast. Something else. Yeah. So we've seen several things there, and that's been really good. Um, but one of the new things we've also started doing with our kids <laughs> is high school musicals. Uh, not the movie the, High not, School Musical. Well, they're actually doing the High School Musical at Children's Theater of Annapolis because I just found out today that two, a, ch- ch- a church member of mine, their her oldest son, who is in third grade, is in Once Upon a Mattress that's there right now. Yeah. And then he got into being in the High School Musical, and I was like, he's in third grade. And she was like, yep, they're doing a High School Musical, and he's in this. So that is an actual musical. But that's yep. not what we're talking about here. We were talking about, we've had friends either who were in musicals at their high school. Because Some of our church our friends. Our church friends' kids. Yeah. Or your music person. Shout out to Emma. Whoop, whoop. Is a music instructor, music Theater and drama teacher, yeah. at, at a high school that's local. And so we've been to their plays. We, yeah, they, she did um, two of them coming out of COVID. We... We last year was Shrek, right. and this year was Little Shop of Horrors. And let me tell you, oh my gosh, Little Shop of Horrors is not my favorite musical. I, By far, not my favorite. I, I would, I, honestly, I wasn't even excited going to see I it. I knew nothing about. I kept on getting it confused with Rocky Rocky she Horror thought Picture Show. Rocky Horror Picture Show was what we were taking our children to and see. I couldn't understand why we were taking our kids. Why they were you were so excited? And how did they get away with doing this in high school? So but. she thought we were going to go see Rocky Horror Picture Show to support Emma. This is how much we're going to support Emma. Is we're going to you know earmuffs kids earmuffs yes. kids. We're going to have to debrief all the words you heard, but you know. No, but uh, so Little Shop of Horrors. I, you know, I didn't even make it through the movie of it. It was like it was so weird and different and other. And um, but the the talent, the those high schoolers were incredible. Yes. And and they did really such well a good yeah. job of it. So everybody, all four of us, really liked it in a very surprising way. But these high schools um, that are around us are doing excellent theater stuff. So there's so many different options where we didn't even talk about in DC. There's several other theaters. Oh yeah. So one year for Patrick, who is a pastor was given a Christmas gift two years in a row by a a congregant who gave him two tickets to the Shakespeare theater in DC. And it was, to see anything we Any, wanted. Yeah, within the season. And they yeah. don't have as large of a season. So you basically have like two or three shows to choose from. Yeah. It just depending on what the dates worked for you. Yeah. Um, and you contact the theater and you would choose your date and time. And I mean, what a creative gift. Oh my gosh. What an incredible. Huge. We loved it. So we saw two different things at the the Shakespeare Theater. One, yeah. do you remember the, the other uh, Oh, Camelot. Camelot. And it was okay. We were like, eh. It's you know, fine. you know what I think. I think Camelot. I we need a maybe there is a, a term for this for stuff that was so moving, meaningful, and powerful in the moment. But so many other things have come on since that have either used it or surpassed it. Oh, this, there's a yeah with Camelot's prime example. Cause when we saw... when you come back to it, it feels both dated and kind of meh. But but it's it's almost offensive to say that because it did it before anybody oh, yes, else it did it. So how on earth can you be? See, for me, it's because we'd seen spam a lot <laughs> for, for our honeymoon. It's so anytime now you see Camelot, you... I, it's like this one wasn't funny and it wasn't stupid, and you're like, so I was like, oh. <laughs> 
Okay. Yeah, we we got to see Spamalot, Wicked and Spamalot on our honeymoon, and we got front row tickets. Yes. To Spamalot. Yeah. And I paid. We could look up their skirts like they we were. We could. Close. I paid zero extra dollars for that and tried to figure out why the why it said. A on the ticket. Yeah. <laughs> row A. What, what That's row, never happened. I wonder where row A is. That's weird. Uh, but it, yeah. So Camelot was fine. I mean, yeah. the, I, I think the problem was just the, the actual material wasn't that moving for us. They did a great job of, I mean, they. It wasn't a musical. Yeah. It was, it was a musical. <laughs> That's how much you loved it. Okay. Was. Well, great. Sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. They, I. It still was well done. It's a really nice theater. It's yes. well done in that. It just wasn't for you. But the second year, she gave us... Because we raved about how much we yeah. loved that as an option for a gift. Yeah. Um, so the next year, she gave it to us again. Yeah. And we went to see... It's called School of Lies. It's a modern interpretation of Moliere's misanthrope, which yeah, all of any you, of those things. Yeah. All of you are familiar with. Yeah. Uh, we sort of a... a um, comedy manners kind of thing and it uh was we didn't really know what to expect i had i had no clue we went to a really nice italian restaurant yes we did i remember um, that oh that yes. was really because really, we had more time mom and dad had the kids because they yeah. lived here they had them longer so we took the afternoon and we went to we drove at a leisure time we parked in the parking garage so we didn't have to fight because it was the theater's parking garage yep, and then we went right. to a we walked to an italian restaurant that was really good Oh, wow. Um, and then we went to a bakery afterward and sat and had a little dessert and mm-hmm. talked and then walked over to the theater. Like like two young civilized people. people. Look at us. Pinkies and it up. And it was hilarious. It was I incredible. I wouldn't put it as funny as Play That Goes Wrong, but it was no. probably the funniest second time. It, it wasn't trying to be a farce. It was no. just a comment. You know, here's some jokes. Here's some stuff in this story. And it was really well done. I mean, we we really yes. didn't know what we were going into, and it's uh, a smaller theater than yes. what you would see, yeah. you know, with Kennedy Center. But it was totally fun. It was so good. Um, we we absolutely loved it, um, and we even have coming up. Hopefully, I, I didn't even realize that the Bible Museum has a theater attached to it or something. I, see, we've been to the Bible Museum. No, and I don't know where it was in the theater. But of course, we we were flying through it because we didn't have we did. which shout out to the bible museum if you guys are local it is phenomenal as well very surprising it, i mean you you don't know what you're you don't know if you're yeah. getting a very what you're getting yes it's really well done very almost theatrical a little bit in, yeah. in its presentation of the, what the bible is yeah is very theatrical and very beautiful and it's it worth seeing more but. than you can do in one day Oh, yeah, yeah. We would love to take the kids. In fact, I would love to do it in the summer. Go back to it and just get a walk through and spend more yeah, time. Yeah, but absolutely. we had a person that I go to church with talked about how they had brought in a theater company called the Logos Theater Company out of uh, South Carolina. And they were putting on Christian plays. And they did The Horse and His Boy, which is a C.S. Lewis book. One of the, um, one of the Chronicles Nar- of Narnia, right? Yes. And I think, I don't remember what number it was, but... That's coming back up this summer, and then they'll later this year they're going to do the Scarlet Pimpernel, which we think both kids really want to see because you introduced what song to them? So I don't know if this is if it's we don't the, know if it's a musical or if not. If it's the Broadway musical of Scarlet Pimpernel, then the song that uh, I the only song I know from the Broadway musical of Scarlet Pimpernel is called Madame Guillotine, and it is the mob scene where they are guillotining all of the really rich people and is guillotining a word like yeah wh- what would the other option be oh i don't i don't know 
But yeah. It sounds like it sounds like it shouldn't be a word, guillotining. guillotining. Well, we, we don't use it very often, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I was guillotining as I was making dinner tonight. So I was guillotining that zucchini in my uh, whatever. Anyway. So uh, I I know random songs from random musicals because several of my friends in high school had made mixtapes. Oh, whoop, shout out. Whoop, That's awesome. Uh, of Broadway musicals. And so this was on one of those mixtapes. And so I thought, Scarlet Pimpernel. Well, I was it, reading the list of the kids because I didn't know Scarlet Pimpernel was a, a play. I knew it as a movie that I had seen with my grandmother when I was in elementary school. So that's what I'm saying. I don't yeah. know if it's the musical they're doing or they're doing the straight play. Yeah, but I if no it's idea. but when you said it, I started singing Madame Guillotine and the kids went, Ooh, what, what is, is that? that song? So now they have it on their playlists now as they love Madame Guillotine. But it's art. <laughs> so the Bible Museum is gonna do the horse and the boy or horse and his boy again. Um, it was apparently this earlier this year and was so well received. Um, we're going to go, we're going to get tickets hopefully in July, um, yeah. to see it with the kids. Anybody who wants to go with us, if you're local, let me know. Cause I haven't gotten our tickets yet. So we'd love to have people go Ooh, with us. That would be fun. Cause we love doing theater together. Um, we just, in fact, we just did theater. We did theater with our friends and we saw, this is the Navy. The Naval Academy put had on a theater, which we didn't even know that was a thing that either. happened. But we saw Into, into the, the Woods. Into the Woods. Um, so, we're going to see The Horses His Boy. They're going to have uh, the Scarlet Pimpernel later this year. And then in January, February of next year, they'll do another Chronicles of Narnia play. So, theater, if we can find an opportunity to do something with theater, either, apparently now, our kids being in the theater and in the plays. Yeah. We've even done theater camp for the kids in the summertime, which they, they loved, loved at Children's, Children's Theater of yep. Annapolis. They, they loved that, too. When we were doing homeschooling, the uh, Severna Park, uh, the community center, yeah. did uh, theater in the park, and they did Beauty and the Beast. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Andy was Beast. Yes, Piper was... I don't know, the fork or something. I thought she was a plate <laughs> and something else. Oh, but. yeah. But, but it was... Um, uh, theater is... The kids are both really into it now, and so it's been fun to have them want to be a part of things and want them to go see things and have this be an opportunity to kind of talk through different things that come up both in the story, but also how do they do that? How, how are you able to put all those things together? And, and there's so many things that this teaches them in education. Like Andy being in Aladdin, this has taught him responsibility. Yes. And diligence in doing this one task even though you don't want to do it over and over i mean like practicing for it (laughs) It, how to deal with your peers who don't take it seriously it's also taught him that uh not everybody does the work they're responsible for and and how it affects the whole if they don't and i you know our kids are pretty laid back and calm and kind and it may be close to the most angry I've ever seen. Like, obviously, Piper can drive him crazy because that's her job as a yeah. sibling. But I I don't think I've ever seen him as angry as when he realized other people not doing their stuff could impact him when he knows he, he has. has worked hard and yeah. done his stuff. And that... I mean, talk about a life lesson that keeps coming back. Oh my gosh, of, yeah. Hey, let's let's do another group project, and these people aren't doing anything. Like, yeah. so it was. Uh, it's been really interesting 
having that be part of the journey and experience and it's also just teaching him teamwork i mean i know yes. we don't our kids aren't sports aficionados no. we're not we are very clumsy people we're not great at sports so we wanted something that they could get into that would stretch them in ways that sometimes you just can't make up at home yeah. and you can't teach them on their own and this has been invaluable all the things that i think andy specifically is learning by being a part of a cast yes the honor and the privilege, but the stress and the strain and the hard work that is required of them. The burden. Um, and it'll be interesting to see how his performance on... Family gets to see it on Tuesday. Yeah. The evening. school's doing it on Monday, and then family's there on Tuesday. So we're excited to be able to finally go and see that. Yes. So that that will be very, very good. We are... Uh, but we... This theater sort of uh, kind of infatuation with everybody has been really fun. It's been really fun to be able to... For me, it's also one of the, our, my favorite date night activities with you and I. I mean, we date nights are hard when you're both working full time. We now have a little bit of an easier time because our kids can stay home by themselves. We don't have to get a sitter, which was yes. always added complication to and doing cost. a date night. Yes. But... I love going to the theater with you. I mean, we even experienced opera for the first time. And we did. We had church members who knew that we had never been to, we love the theater, had never experienced opera, and they really liked the opera. So they took uh, us to see oh, Marriage of Figaro. Thank you. And um, honestly, probably could not have been a better and easier welcome into yes. the world because they explained the story oh to us. Yes. They were there for us the whole time. I mean, it it really was so exceptional how they tried to frame it for us. They being our friends who took us. Yes. But also, let's shout out to the theater that was accommodating. I didn't realize when you... I don't know if this is the case for all operas, but like there were subtitles for some of the songs in this yeah. little tiny screen. Not a yeah. screen, like a little prompter basically yeah. on top of the stage and i had never experienced and it it's an experience to go to the opera in italian it all i, I had never been to a play that wasn't in english sure so sure. this was it was enjoyable it was very different i don't know if i would go again to the opera i'm glad we did it but i think it was a really cool experience and i like doing it with you i like it's more than just going to dinner and a movie. Although yes. I am the movie buff here and I love doing movie nights. And sometimes that's fun and perfect. Yeah. Or just going out to eat is wonderful. But a, one that we can experience the time together and laugh. And and I just like... like So share with them one of the times when we when we saw Book of Mormon. Yeah. So what we, happened. Uh, so this is at the Kennedy Center. I mean, mm -hmm. these, this is a... This High is a, quality. A professional touring company. And we paid some money for these seats. So still in the balcony. I mean, it's about to say it makes it sound like we were. Well, I mean, what I mean is, I'm more thinking it's expensive. Like this, this wasn't high school performance. This was correct. the touring, the professional touring yes. company that's doing this, and these are people who have been on Broadway, that kind of thing. So in the first act, you can kind of there's one of the actors. Now we've never seen Book of Mormon, but there's one of the actors who's sort of off a little bit, and and it. Like, not often his lines very badly, but just, like, not in step. Yeah. Pops. Like, there's yeah, a couple just, lines I think he was a little off, but not hugely noticeable. Yeah, but just, it, it was, 
it was, and honestly, I don't think I would have noticed it until what happened happened. Yeah. At intermission, they made an announcement that the understudy for this particular part was taking over the role. And we started putting two and two together of, oh my gosh, this guy must have been sick or had something yeah. going on that yeah. he couldn't do it. So, uh, I mean, you know, they're all professionals, but, but this is, you know, in, in, a, in a high school, this would have oh, devastated, yeah. Yeah. Like, you know. They would cancel the show. They come out and... The, still in character. Still in character. Now, you know, the guy is now three feet taller yeah. and blonde hair instead of brown hair or whatever. But right. like... Very they, noticeable from our balcony seats that it was not the same guy. Yeah. They make a... And, and how they handle it is the first person that interacts with him makes a comment of da-da-da-da-da, the normal line, and pauses and goes, you look different. And everybody laughs. Everybody in the audience laughs. We've We're all, all in on it. We've all acknowledged that you're a different person now. Yeah. And and it was such a genius way of doing it because now, it, you know, we had talked about this. It's like your brain went, okay, now you're the person. Yeah. We've like, all switched the, switch the picture. We've all, the we've all acknowledged it and now you're the person and uh, how genius that is. But the way that... Um, the way that theater can do that can bring you into this story, and even and, and even when something in real life goes sideways, you just need the prompt for your brain to go, "Okay, I buy that. Let's keep going. That's good." Yeah. You know, of you are a real cow. You are not a boy in a very disturbing cow costume, or you are uh, the naval. When we saw the naval academy into the woods, yeah, Friends. this poor this poor character is the cow and. It was an unfortunate... Now, they did Into the Woods. They brought Into the Woods back to Broadway mm-hmm. in New York. And yep. then they also brought it on touring. That same touring company was that was in Broadway. Just in Kennedy Center. We wanted Kennedy to get Center. tickets, but we'd just seen the Naval Academy one. I was like, okay, two Into the Woods in one month is probably a lot. A lot. Well, the one that they did on Broadway, they have a puppet, like a marionette puppet that is a cow. And it is... A character in the play. He's got supposed to have reactions to things. But at the Naval Academy, it's a dude in a, a cow midshipman costume. in a cow costume. And it's embarrassing. It, well, was, it was embarrassing. The, the, I mean, to where our kids who don't know anything were looking at us like, should I be looking at this? Because <laughs> the problem, and, and we don't have to go into it to keep our friendly family rating, but the, <laughs> the utter situation yeah, that's, was the was the problem? It was utterly ridiculous. It, it was something. I it, tell you what, it, it was. <laughs> it was to the point that even I was like, "Oh, okay, I'm gonna." But there's something fun about theater that things are just, sometimes just go wrong. Their yes. microphone goes off. The person gets sick and they get replaced halfway. Yeah. You have a person who falls. You yes. know, like it does happen. The, the set falls in the back. Yes. yes. Yep. Yep. Or things just get caught. You know, yeah. like it just yeah. it's just funny and cool. Um. And so we, I, I even have a sticker by my bed that says theater nerd. Like it just is, that's what our family is becoming. And I love that. And, and it's been so much fun to be able to introduce all these different stories to the kids and for us to experience all these different stories, yeah. whether, you know, whether it's opera or farce or um, this Moliere play that, yeah, we, so we never, never would have paid money have, for. It. And, you know, it's, it makes me want it makes me want to expand kind of the things. I mean, we, we haven't even, I mean, we, I, you and I have never seen a Shakespearean thing together. Oh yeah. yeah. We've never, which I would totally be game for. Absolutely. So there's several of those things that it makes me want to do more and have more of that experience to be able to connect. So I want to go back to New York and do the Harry Potter. Cursed Cursed child Child one. 
Yeah, Andy wants to do that too. Which child are we selling so that we can afford I know. it? I know. That's okay. what we'll have to decide which okay. one. All right. Who's bad this week? <laughs> Email devaneworld <laughs> at gmail.com. We're not selling any of our children. Oh, Kids, okay. if you're listening to this, we're not selling either one of you. All right. We're just not going to say cursed child. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. So, um, uh, all right. So um, do you have specific theater stuff that you like? Uh, we would love to hear from you. Yeah. And if you, I would encourage you, some of you, if you are couples who are looking for date night activities, look for local theaters around you and try a night at the theater for a date night. And either go to dinner or a dessert afterward to mm-hmm. discuss your experience. What was it like? What were the seats and the lighting like? What was the cast? And and just experience together. It's totally yeah. worth it. Yeah. Okay. Now it's time for our favorite part every week. Our bee's knees. So the bee's knees is the opportunity to talk about what is it that you just are loving right now. and What's, what's our been, jam this week? What's been great. So um, do you want to go first? Sure. Okay. So um, we both have two. So why don't we, we do kind of a back and forth. Okay. Uh, my first one, which is going to be very old lady-like, it's called a compression strap. Um, and it is for what I realize now, I think I have uh, plantar fasciitis. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, the arch muscles in my foot are torn. And I can't bend my foot steps are complicated the it's weird the test that you have to do is they tell you that you go flat-footed and lift up the non-painful foot like so you're on one leg and you're supposed to be able to go from flat foot to tippy toe which your body can handle your full weight on a tippy toe because that's what you muscles and foot you use to do stairs so when I had my good foot, I was like, oh, I can do this. On my good foot, I did it. I could go into a tippy toe, no pain at all. On my left foot, which is my painful, I can't lift my body off the ground, which is that I couldn't get it. And I was like, oh, and it said, if you if you can't lift your foot, you have torn blah, blah, blah muscles in your foot. Well, this compression strap is just basically a really tight loop that goes around your the arch of your foot. And it has made it possible for me to walk. Um, it is... Hasn't relieved the pain, but it has given support in ways I didn't know my old person body needed. So, <laughs> shout out to the compression ankle um, foot straps on Amazon. We uh, so my first bee's knees um, is actually it connects back to Sarah's last week when she recommended Good Mythical Morning, the uh, YouTube channel. One of the videos they did was they uh, tested all of the different Oreo products, not the Oreo cookies themselves, but anything that claims to have Oreo in Oreo the title. branding. Yeah. And their winner were these Oreo bars. So basically, it is. Uh, a Klondike bar kind of Oreo popsicle thing, and it is cookies and cream ice cream inside. But what's special about it is the outside coating, because normally you think they're just gonna sort of halfway do it and just do a chocolate dipped coating. But this is very much like a Oreos have been sort of ground down, and it is a thick coating on it. Um, you see, it's like they melted the chocolate and then put the Oreo crumbles into it. And rolled it into it and then let that harden. Because like the, the crumbles are in the, the chocolate. The crumbles are in the chocolate. And it is phenomenal. So I have just about housed the whole box of them. I was like, oh, that's good. Well, okay, maybe I'll 
you know, and then the next day, oh, maybe, you know, we need another Oreo bar there. But <laughs> it's just called Oreo Bars. And so it's... We got them at Walmart. We got them at Walmart. Nothing so it's freezer, freezer section, and it is totally worth it. So that is my first bee's knees. So my second bee's knees, uh, I would say I was a skeptic at first. In fact, I probably were. mocked it. You were an incredible mocker. I was. So the Broadneck Public Library is the library... Less than a mile from our house. Less than a mile from our house. We practically know everybody by name there. Yeah. Our family goes to the library probably once a week. We're obviously big book people. Um, but they try to do family public events. And yes. Once our a our month, library system does a lot of different it things. It offers a lot of things. So if you're not checking out your public library, at least if you're here in Annapolis, you totally should. There's yeah. all kinds of great things that they're doing. Yeah. But once a month at Broadneck Library, they do a family bingo. And it's for an hour and a half in the in sort of the little community room that they have. And it it is bingo. It is bingo. They have the little ball that goes, I mean, the little cage thing that you roll yeah. around that you plot N32 or yeah. whatever. And that's what it is. And they have the cart up front. It is a cart of books that they have taken out of circulation. And if you get bingo, you get to go yeah, up. If you win that time. If you win, you get to go up and grab a book that you get to keep. A free book. And you don't have they any, play multiple times. You don't have to. Uh, you don't pay any money. No. Uh, you don't, And you don't have to take a book. No. And they, but the, another cool thing is they make sure that everybody in the room gets books. So even if at you some point, even if you don't win before you leave, everybody can go up and grab a book. So I the Patrick and the kids have gone because many it's usually on a Monday night. Yeah, and we stumbled into it. We were there just at the library and we had uh, we had we're checking out books and I had a Bible study on a Monday night or a meeting on a Monday yeah, night. Yeah, so, so you were kids. you were gone. I had the kids. We had gone to the library. As we were checking out the books, the person behind the counter had said, "Oh, are you going to family bingo?" And I not was going to mock them <laughs> to their face of like <laughs> I mean, I'm not a thousand, so I don't Why think would you do family, Ooh, bingo? family bingo. Well, the kids heard it. And so the kids were like, yes, we definitely want to do that. And so biting my tongue, I said, sure, sure. We definitely want to go to family bingo. I'm coming up with things to do. So we went into the little room down the hallway and they were into it. So imagine different bingo cards just sat at each seat mm -hmm. and then sort of piled in the middle of the table is little marker pieces. Right. So yep. little plastic pieces, little kernels of popcorn seeds. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. uh, pumpkin, pumpkin seeds. Yeah. Like, just or things to mark your wink kind yes, of things. little things to mark your spots on your card, and you can swap a card with somebody else if you don't like your card. But you pick a spot, and they begin. And that's it. And what's great about it is not super high stress, not very difficult, and very easy to kind of talk and chit chat around it. There were three families that were there when we were there. I would love to have some of our friends around local do it, but yeah. Second, I, second Monday of the month. I was very skeptical. Because we came home and we said, this was super fun. And, and I thought, okay, this one, they have it. They had it in April and they have it again in May. And they don't do it for the summer because they yeah. have other activities that the public libraries do in the summertime. But me, totally eating my words. Because we're playing and then the first time you win and you go up there and you get a book. And you come back and I'm like, we really could just go take a book. Like, oh, yeah. Any book you want. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, okay. Well, the first time I won, 
And I got up, and there was, it's not an old book. So you're not talking about like, this is not like a used bookstore that you're getting the crappy books like, oh, this my grandmother had this book, blah, and, blah, blah. And they're not, even though they're out, they've been pulled out of circulation, they're not in bad shape. I mean, no. these are not kind of like, why does this book smell like this kind of book? No, so. they're still, and then they have the library wrapping, the yeah. clear cellophane yeah, wrapping yeah, yeah, or whatever. Yeah. But there's a, the book that I picked was on my TBR a year ago. Like, this is not an old book. And I was like... I could just take this. Yeah. Well, so I got my book and sat back down. And I was like, okay, I am. Mama is here to play. We're going to. So <laughs> and, I. And for the record, the Devane family. Woo, we kicked butt. We dominated. Yeah. I mean, like the other two families were looking at us like, what are they doing? What's when one of the other families, I don't know if you heard uh, the the person up front doing it. When one of the other families said bingo, the person up front went, oh, finally, a different family's getting it this time. <laughs> no, I didn't. We're like, we're sorry. We're so good we're at family sorry. bingo. We, we, we haven't even swapped it. cards, people. This is just the same <laughs> card I've had the whole time. I can't help it. We're not even trying that hard. So my second bee's knees is our public library. And specifically, a shout out to the family bingo night. Um, and I wouldn't really, any of our friends who are local, we would love to have you guys join us. It's totally free. It's, it's easy. It's so much fun. It's fun. Bingo's not complicated. An hour and a half. You're you just in, sit you're there, out. you laugh with your friends, and you yeah. get free books. And it's got every age level of book. Yes. So it has little tiny board book, little yeah. kid books, all the way through cookbooks. So we got this last time three different cookbooks as yeah. our choices. Yeah. I mean, come on. It's totally fun. So awesome. When is it? You said next. Second Monday of the month. Uh, the Devanes will be there. The Devanes will be there. Yes. All right. So my second bee's knees um, is a book I actually picked up when we were at the library. And I checked it out right before we went to... Bingo. Bingo. And it's called Nobody Does It Better, The Complete Uncensored unauthorized oral history of James Bond. Nobody does it better. You know what I'm talking about. It's a big book, y'all. I mean, this is like 600 pages. Yeah. And uh, it is it is light as cotton candy. There is no depth to this at all. Because all it is is a bunch of interviews that the two authors have strung together telling the story of how James Bond came to be, both in book form, but then mostly in movie form, how other people experienced it and thought about it, what their thoughts are, are of it. And for me, James Bond uh, represents my dad. My dad loved James Bond stuff, and so I started watching them probably long before I should have been watching it, long before mm-hmm. I knew what some of yeah. what was happening in there. Um, but, <clears throat> so... Uh, I have sort of rose-tinted glasses with them. I mean, the the book does a pretty good job of pointing out some of the problems, like the racism and the sexism, some of that stuff. And and at first I go, ugh, no, that can't be. And then I think about it and go, oh, no, that's right. So uh, it'll be interesting to see. I can already feel in me, I'm about a third of the way through, that when I finish this, I'm going to want to go back and watch some James Bond movies uh, just because. We're not showing the kids first, though. It's not time yet no, for them, not, you don't think? No. You're not ready for those no. conversations? No. But it's called Nobody Does It Better, um, the unauthorized oral history of James Bond. And it's just been fun to have that connection and go back sort of in my thoughts and to have to hear from all the stars and hear from people. I also love hearing the behind, behind the scenes things of how stuff get gets made because yeah. it's interesting to know you know uh, Sean Connery felt this way about this kind of stuff and you know all, all of the different ways that it happened I found it very interesting and I'm really enjoying it well I'm glad that's right it's a really big book 
You're welcome to read it after I get done. Uh, my TBR is way too long. From all those books from Family Bingo. Yes, that's what it is. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. Well, you guys, we are so grateful uh, that you listen and so thankful to have all the tens of you who are a part of our audience and part of it's our listening point. crew. We do need to bring some of our tens of uh, people and have them do a session with us because I think it'd be fun to have we do. guest appearances on we our We do. That would be podcast. great. So. Uh, if you ever want to reach out to us, you can uh, email us at devaneworld, D-E-V-A-N-E, world at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. Uh, you know, what sort of theater in feedback do you what have? What should we see that we possibly haven't seen? Absolutely. Or if you want to go to see The Horse and His Boy at the Bible Museum. Let us know. Let us know. We'll get a whole bunch of us to know. <laughs> or Family Bingo. Well, we hope to see people at Family Bingo. That's right. That's right. If not, I'm going to get all the books. So <laughs> the domains will dominate again. Come on, again. Let's see if y'all can screw this. All right, guys. We will talk with you later. Hope you have a great week. Bye.